Well, good morning. Once again, we're going to be turning to the book of Ephesians for our morning devotional time and our wonderful day in the Lord program. I hope you're gaining a lot from this. A lot of you have talked to me about how it's helping you uh, in the mornings to get going in the right direction or even establishing a pattern of your own Bible study. So if that happens that way, that would be a marvelous outcome. So we hope that's happening. We're working our way through the book of Ephesians on, on the one hand to, to, how to how we can study the Bible together. And uh, so we're looking at some Bible study methods of marking and, and uh, cross-referencing and, and uh, these types of things, looking for themes, looking for uh, things that are reoccurring and so forth. These are very helpful as we look at them together. And so we're doing that, but we're also going through the book of Ephesians, sort of exegetically looking verse by verse at what the Holy Spirit has for us. And so using some of these Bible study techniques that we have been developing, we're going to jump into chapter 3 this morning, and uh, we'll be working on chapter 3 throughout the next two weeks. But we're looking right now at the first 13 verses. And this is not as well known as uh, chapter 1 and the first part of chapter 2. It's not as well known as chapters 4 through 6 that are very applicable and uh, very very valuable for our, our everyday Christian life in a very practical way. Uh, we use these chapters in counseling all the time and helping people to uh, go in the right direction. They're so, so well known. But chapters 2 at the end here, the last half of chapter 2, the first half of chapter 3, not so well known, but they're very valuable. And it's very important to understand what God has for us here. Uh, we're going to break this into four different subjects, this, this chapter, uh, first half of the chapter, uh, because it is kind of interlacing, it's kind of complicated, and the best way to do that is look at some of the themes or subjects that Paul is developing. One of those subjects is himself. He wants to explain his ministry and his life to those who are reading, and especially to the, the original readers, the Ephesians. So we're going to look at six different things that Paul says about himself and his ministry, that will give a, a foundation for what goes forward. First of all, he calls himself a prisoner. In chapter 3, verse 1, he says, For this reason, I, Paul, the prisoner of Christ Jesus, for the sake of you Gentiles. So we see that now he sees himself obligated, bound to do something for Christ Jesus for the sake of the Gentiles. What is that? Well, secondly, he is a steward. Verse 2, If indeed you have heard of the stewardship of God's grace, which was given to me. Paul's been given a ministry, a task. He is, a, he is an ambassador, a representative, a steward for the Lord Jesus himself. So Paul's not proclaiming his own message, his own, his own ideologies, his own philosophies. He has a message given to him by Christ himself, and he is proclaiming that message. And he feels obligated to do so. He's a prisoner of Christ Jesus. Thirdly, he is a revealer of secrets, and we're going to look at that quite a bit this week. But in verse 3 through 5, it says, But by revelation there was made known to me the mystery, as I wrote before in brief. By referring to this, when you read, you can understand my insight into the mystery of Christ. Now, we'll look at that mystery a little later, but notice he says, I am a revealer of mysteries. Verse 5 says, In which in other generations was not made known to the sons of men, as it has now been revealed to his holy apostles and prophets in the Spirit. And so there's something been revealed to Paul and the other apostles and prophets that he is going to be revealing to, the, to them and by extension to us. Fourth, he is a minister. We drop down to verse 7, of which I was made a minister according to the gift of God's grace, which was given to me according to the working of his power. 
He is a minister, a servant of the Lord, and is ministering on our behalf. A lot of his ministry goes down to, to verse 8 that he's a preacher. He says in verse 8, To me, the very least of all saints, this grace was given to preach to the Gentiles the unfathomable riches of Christ. He is a preacher, a proclaimer of certain truths. And so his ministry is largely made up of revealing the mysteries of Christ and proclaiming the truth that Christ has given him. And then in verse 13, he is one who suffers. It says, Therefore I ask you not to lose heart at my tribulations on your behalf, for they are for your glory. Paul knew he was going through suffering. As a matter of fact, right now, at this point, he is in prison for the sake of the gospel, and he's concerned that the Ephesians might be downhearted because of his struggles and tribulations. So he calls them and says, Look, uh, don't, don't do that. Don't, don't be uh, lo losing heart over me. I am willingly suffering in this way for Christ's sake and for your glory. And so he sees that as part of how he ministers to them. So that's the Apostle Paul. That's the one who's writing this and giving us this information. And we'll look at what he has to say throughout the rest of the week. You have a wonderful day in the Lord. And we'll see you tomorrow. <music>